0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it unfold.
0: Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of our show. This is Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we are coming to you this fine day to talk about all things alignment, to talk about the law of attraction, but most important, to talk about how to take these gorgeous, delicious, edible principles (laughs) of alignment and how to bring them into your everyday. For what? For what purpose, you ask? Why am I here? No, because it feels so good to be a powerful creator in your own life. Can we get it? Yep, yep. Yeah, the feel-good flow. The feel-good flow. The flow. Can we just talk about how much we love this idea of flow? What flow means to you? Being in that, well, there's lots of words, right? We hear from the Abrahams, the vortex. We hear being in the zone for the sports analogy. Um, This idea of, of this effortless movement of momentum, of circumstances, of situations, and you feel almost like you're being carried. I don't know. This is how I feel, flow, So. So, so I want to hear from your perspective, Heather, what you feel when you know you're in the flow, what it feels like, and I also want to know what it feels like emotionally, because I think that, to me, ties all this work together, and for, if you're listening to the show for the first time, welcome. What we do is we talk about um, a lot of leading-edge teachers, but specifically, we love the Abrahams, abraham-hicks.com, the, as the work of Esther Hicks, but... I think, you know, we talk a lot about this idea of being in alignment, but I want to slow that down and and say, well, what does it feel like to be in alignment? Because then, you know, you don't intellectualize it, right? You you know you're in there because it's how you feel. So when I'm in the flow... It's not like a real high. I don't want to say I'm like out of my body, blissed out. It's more of a balance. I feel very balanced. I feel clear. I get um, rushes of inspiration. and, And also I get sometimes clear action steps like oh i gotta do this like wild horses cannot stop me from doing this but i feel i want to say balanced is kind of the the more of the word that i want to use rather than you know high on life you know there's a part of that but it's more of a stable for me the flow is more of a stable consistent Mm -hmm. movement where i feel supported i love that word supported i feel like i can't go wrong because nothing's ever going wrong. It's always interesting. And even the contrast takes on a hue of of, of, of interest, right? Something interesting is going on. It's not like, for me, flow doesn't necessarily mean everything is perfect. I want to kind of clarify that. It doesn't mean that there's some sort of pixie dust going on but when things happen and I'm, I'm able to work with them in a way that's fun and, and interesting and exciting so that's that's my flow feeling what's yours
3: so okay I love that you asked what it feels like because I noticed that um, before I was in the flow the majority of the time um, I would kind of tense up stomach slash base of the spine like tighten i'd be tight almost like clenching my butt cheeks together (laughs)
1: there's (laughs) a visual
3: (laughs) that would be like more of the stress level you know like walking around on eggshells or worried about what you know the next shoe is going to drop the majority of my life and when i'm in the flow now i don't have those feelings anymore but i can just feel like everything slows down i feel an openness in my stomach I feel my hand chakras open my feet chakras open i feel this vibration moving through my body i feel a smile on my face oh i can't i can't not smile you know (laughs) like it's glued on there and then um i just feel like everything's easy like everything's slow down i'm more present i breathe deeper and i can hear it's more it's kind of like hypnosis for me where all my senses are heightened i have a heightened sense of aroma and um, sound and vision, like everything looks more beautiful, looks more colorful, sounds, you know, when the birds chirp, it just sounds like it's amped up, even, you know, a level or two.
2: Yes, yes, I love that. Um, I also, I I don't know if you feel this too, but I feel uh, loved, loved, not just by that which is known, but that which is unknown to me. Like I feel loved by... Um, things that are coming, um, things that are are surprising. I feel loved by strangers. I feel like I feel like I. There is a um, a kind of, of wink going on from the universe, like, like a, a
3: connection, like a connection. Yeah,
2: so like a wink, nod, nod. Yeah, you know. I love that feeling. I love that feeling of having um, you know this entourage, both physical and non physical. Showing up when I'm in the flow, and um, and yeah. I and I'm laughing a lot. I love that you brought in smile, because yeah. I do think laughter is a big part of alignment. If you're not laughing. A lot you're not in alignment I'm just gonna put that out there I, think- I agree
3: it's so funny my friends and I did this hundred days of laughter journal our blog um, probably I don't know five six years ago we were just talking about it the other day like we should do that again we blogged every day for a hundred days about laughter one of us um, as a threesome and then right, right now I'm building my um, my Nirium group and I have people joining all over the world and we're doing these parties and they're Skyping me into their house in Canada And they're like sitting there with their wine and they're all laughing and I'm laughing. And then half the time it's breaking up. Like I can't hear what they're saying and they can't (laughs) hear what I'm saying. But I'm laughing and they're laughing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we get paid to like laugh and drink wine and travel and have fun and look younger. And this is so fun. And they're like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. And it's just funny because that's what we manifest. We manifest fun, ease and flow and that
2: feel good flow. And I do um I love that you mentioned aroma, which is, you know, as you know, one of my favorite topics lately, especially now working with the essential oils. And there's actually an oil a combination, like a a, a combo called balance. And I love this to even enhance the experience because you know it's one thing to use techniques when you're out of alignment but when you're in alignment and you use your techniques it really kind of secures you on the path and I'll write some more on the blog this week about balance because it's this incredible combination of very earthy smells it smells like a forest and I I love um, that feeling of alignment that I get in nature because when I can take that that kind of feeling of being in in a forest, being expansive or wherever it is um, that nature is speaking to me. And then I internalize that and then take it with me even into the concrete jungle, as we call it. You know what I mean? It's that internal ability to, to bring the, the balance of source with you. And uh, again, I want to stress that this idea of the feel-good flow, is it doesn't mean everything goes perfect. Right? Because I think there was a a long time there that I thought that being in alignment, I think that was back when the Abrahams were talking more about the vortex. I used to think that everything had to be perfect. Otherwise, I've fallen out of the vortex. And I love this new fourth step advanced kind of understanding that you can still be in alignment and have things look like they're chaotic. (laughs) Right. But if there's a beauty and a thread and a consistency with what's happening, and I think okay, here's what I'm getting: it's a trust. You're trusting, um, and that is a really powerful feeling. And, and the faith word comes in a little bit. Um, so that's what we're talking about every day on this show. Well, that you know, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was going to say the the thing about alignment, which I I'm sure I've said this a bunch of times, but I like to say it to remind remind myself <laughs> too, is that it's not this the being in alignment that feels good it's the getting into alignment that feels good and so once you're in alignment you have to leave alignment again to get back into it <laughs> right and so we have to remember that that's the purpose is not staying in alignment it's the it's becoming aligned it's, it's the, the movement. alignment in the alignment yes
2: it's the movement and that's why we have to be easy on ourselves when we quote unquote fall out of it whatever that means um you know, it is that moving in and out of it, or um, it's it's about moving further and deeper into it. So you might be sort of on this on the sides of alignment. You're kind of right on the skin of alignment, and then you move deep into the belly, the belly of alignment. I'm just making this up as we go. <laughs> belly of alignment, you know, where you can even go deeper into it. And yeah, you kind of because I I don't know, I mean, I I think when you do this work with the Abrahams, and you do this work with your own spiritual practice, you get to the point where you don't get too far out in the weeds. I mean, yeah, maybe I mean, things happen. But you're not so far out that you can't um, self correct pretty quickly. And that's something that the Abrahams have been talking about in some of the recent workshops that we've been listening to is how quickly you can shift back into alignment it's just a couple thoughts away right yeah take a breath it's just a couple thoughts away it's not a dissertation it's not I got to go meditate for four hours it's not I got to eat vegan uh, which is fine but you, you know what I mean you don't have to do that to get back into alignment it's just a few thoughts away I love that practice because it feels doable it feels like it's crunchy <clears throat> As I like to say, um, feels like it's way. It's crunchy. Okay, so I've been uh, listening to this podcast uh, from Pete Holmes. <laughs> it's a great podcast. It's called uh, "You Make It Weird," and he interviews Deepak Chopra and some of these great oh, yeah, mystics. Yeah, it's really a lot of fun. And he always says, "Keep it crunchy," which I don't know why, but I think that's funny. Um, and it's fun. But this, the, it is that feeling, and 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 being able to move in and out of it. But, but. I really, I'm really glad you're bringing this up, Heather, because it's, it's bringing up in me this understanding that it's not like I'm getting way out of alignment, but I'm going to the outer edges sometimes where I'm not totally out of alignment, but I'm not deep in the belly. Like, because when you're deep in the belly of alignment, that's when crazy quote unquote coincidences start to happen where you're, where you're seeing everything line up. And that's when it gets interesting.
3: It's That's been (coughs) happening to me again this week, like really amazing and minute detailed stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's like I have this thought, and I'm like, oh, I really want this, and I'm not going to go into the details because it's kind of funky, and uh, I'm like, but there's no way. How would I ever do that? I don't even know how that would happen, and then boom, like 10 minutes later, the exact same thing comes up, and I was like, oh, my gosh. This is this is it you know I mean like there's no way that would just happen randomly
2: so- love yeah that kind of alignment love the alignment love is really when you start to see the details of source and you start to see the amount of support and that your entourage that your spiritual entourage is just feeding you um not because they're uh having to make up for something but just they they you know it is that we're here <laughs> You're you're not alone, um, wow. you know, and and the and the love, the love. See, the love is in the details, right? I it's to me, and this is gonna sound crazy, but it's not like the big miracle, the big burning bush, the big you know water to wine stuff. Sometimes it's the fact that you know my numbers show up, or or you know I think about a person and then they call me, or I'm looking for something. And I forget about it. And then suddenly I turn a page in a catalog and there's the exact thing I'm looking. It's in yeah. that little detail-y stuff where I start to feel the support and love of source that is really powerful, um, that makes you feel almost invincible because... Um, you know that you are backed by the energy that that creates worlds and that you're tapping into a a, a type of um, pulsation, a type of knowing that brings everything into the physical. Like this is the recipe, what we're dealing with, how we're working with energy is the recipe that brings everything into the physical. So that's when it gets really interesting. And um, part of what I loved about that Pete Holmes, You Make It Weird interview, Which you can find on like Stitcher and iTunes and stuff with Deepak Chopra, he started to talk really again about uh, the 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 quantum uh, an energy and and understanding that you know ninety nine point nine nine percent of the universe is empty space and and he talks about again that everything are these patterns of energy which are our thoughts which are. Our patterns of emotion. It's
3: cool. I've been in a channeling session where all of a sudden I'll see all this like sacred geometry, which I didn't even know what it was. And it's like these energetic geometry kind of points. It's really interesting. And the other day I was just realizing, and I I, I guess it's kind of nice to always stop and smell the roses and just celebrate. I was realizing that I had been brought up in such a negative environment and I knew, like, talk about the butt punching and the um, you know, like the "Walking on Eggshells" piece. I was so confident that I could pick out the one thing that would be wrong on a, you know, like if there was, you know, like those find the mistake kind of things. Yes. <laughs> so I was um, so easily to find what wasn't working, and now I it's so amazing how just by doing this work and doing this work, and I call it the the puppy um, pee pad that. <laughs> the puppy pees all around the house and you bring it to the pee pad and you're like pee here and then the puppy goes and pees in the corner and you say pee here and I was like our mind is kind of like a puppy that wants to go and look at all the stuff that where we don't want it to be and we say come over here come over here and eventually we go to the pee pad and my mind has now come to the pee pad you know now I can see what is working and I seek it and I find it and my life is completely different. Like I live a 180 degree different entire life than I ever did. And so I just feel like I'm such a testament to this work. And um, so I'm so passionate about it because it works, you know, and it's so awesome.
2: It does work. And and I think what's interesting is that when you start to get your, sometimes I'll call them your spiritual sea legs, when you start to get that, you, you do understand how to work the principles in your daily life, it's not a theory anymore. It's not a book you're reading. It's what you're walking and talking. It's what, how you're speaking to your inner being. This relationship is blossoming with your inner being and you start to understand the very subtle mechanics of this work. I think what happens is you start to get bolder in, in, in allowing your desires to come to the surface because now you, it's safe. <laughs> yeah. It's safe to desire again. You know, oh, yeah. Because you have a way to manage what will be a very interesting ride, you know, because when you claim a desire, source knows way more than you do the best way to deliver it and it might be a really different kind of ride than you're than you're imagining and when you have the tools to to know let go let God and and really understand what's happening in the moment and how to deal with your emotions and how to shift and change and change your focus and you know you begin to allow the universe to dream even bigger desires than what you might have have put together in in your own mind and that's when it gets exciting when you're actually just, your your desire is not so specific. It's kind of a general um, understanding of what you want to experience, and then the universe kind of fills in, as you like to say, the how. Um, listen, we got to take a break. When we come back, we haven't even gotten to our topic yet, which is really exciting. We have. We're on topic. We're completely on topic. We're talking this week about alignment, but we're going to contrast it with what many of us talk about as sort of work alignment versus work when we come back from the break and get a little bit more into trying to understand what the differences are so that you know what to do. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. We'll be
1: right back.
0: You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? 1pm Eastern on Affirmative Prayer activating the power of yes only on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world Don't think about it. Let, it let it unfold We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given.
2: Welcome back from the break. We're so glad you're here. You're here with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather, as you come every week. We're so happy to be together with you on a Unity Online Radio, but you can also pick up the show on iTunes and Stitcher and all kinds of wonderful places that we're also um, dropping the show. So we thank you so much for your support. And before we get back to our topic, we want to just sort of do a quick shout out with some of the stuff that we're doing and some of the opportunities you have to engage with us offline and, uh, and via our website. At everydayattraction.com. And of course, we're all about finding resources and giving uh, and sharing those resources with you as because we're kind of all in this together. And um, as many of you know, Heather is a channel and she's been doing some wonderful work around work alignment, your work alignment and and, and she's offering an incredible gift to this community, a 50% off a work alignment assessment. So you can start to maybe check in with where some of your desires are and where some of your energy and emotions are around work. Heather, you want to speak to that for a second?
3: Yeah, I, I think what I love about working on work, which is funny, work, 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 um, <laughs> is that it's this place where we spend so much of our time we don't have maybe the triggers that we do of other topics and it's a great place to take our tools that we learn our emotional guidance system a lot of the tools that I um, work with of the energy that work that I've been doing since I was a kid and just teaching how to use it at work and then when you see the results Then it also trickles into your personal life and your relationship space and your body and all this other stuff. So it's very um, helpful to to do something that you do very frequently and want to have it be more effective, more efficient. I call it the fast lane to business success by using energy to manifest utilizing energy at work instead of the do, do, do of the the do have be
2: <laughs> exactly the sort of well as if we talked about it living out you know um we cut we talked this about this life is living on the flip side <laughs> but when you're living on the uh, on the sort of uh, collective unconscious side there is a lot more work there's a lot more work and uh so if you want to sign up for Uh, one of those sessions head over to our website at everydayattraction.com and you'll see there will be information there and and you can check out some of the other tricks and tools and we really love this idea of of um, sharing our vibrational toolkits if you will what we use and then of course we know that you are taking these ideas and um, as you're listening to the Abrahams bringing your own kind of creative ideas and of course we'd love to hear from you so um, email us it is every Attraction at gmail.com and and we'd love to hear about your tools about how to stay in alignment but even how you define alignment because it's not going to be the exact same for everyone but there are certain um, parameters and understanding uh, on the physics of this that you know alignment feels good that much we know we know for sure Um, so back to what we were talking about before the break this idea of um, alignment versus work and, and we use work kind of in quotes, but as Heather was saying, you know, there is this idea of, of sort of banging it out in the physical and just pushing and cajoling and manipulating. And it really is hard on the body, mind, soul to just be pushing, pushing, pushing. And when we, when we work, quote unquote work, there's a lot of what Abraham calls resistance in our thinking. In our languaging, in how we're describing our situation. Um, I was on the bus the other day. I take. I have the most incredible commute in the world. I, I, I I go across the Golden Gate Bridge every morning, and it's the It's just ridiculous how gorgeous it is. But every once in a while, I will sit next to someone who decides to talk on the phone, and it's sort of you know, no one. Everyone on the bus is kind of like this is our quiet space, but (laughs) there was this woman who. was on the phone and was just complaining. I mean, here we are flying across, I mean, this gorgeous bridge. The sun was rising. San Francisco's, I mean, it was like crazy picture perfect. This beautiful, comfortable ride zipping across this gorgeous bridge. And this person, God bless, was just complaining about how hard her life was. And I you know this is where we get into trouble, right?
3: yeah. You're like, Hello, are you? Uh, you're missing something. Here your
2: <laughs> I mean, there's the ocean on this side, there's the city on this side, you know. I mean,
3: and you don't think it was um, an April's full April Fool's joke? Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I wish it was because I would be fool on me, but I just thought it was so interesting how um, you know we can hear each other talk and sort of understand how we get out of alignment because we kind of go down the, you know, the complaining wall and we start to nitpick and like you were saying, point out everything that's not working which gives us more of the opportunity to find out what's not working and as we understand this this very intricate field of energy that we're working in it's just of course reflecting back reflecting back reflecting back now that doesn't mean you go into denial mode where you're not really a clear and, and understanding where you are this is this isn't something where you can fool the universe with your language because uh, sometimes I, I meet that in in new thought groups and and where people try to language their way into alignment have you felt that out there with, the,
3: with your language our way into alignment yeah where
2: they're like just trying to be positive but you know underneath the energy is like that's,
3: that's like my pet my pet peeve about affirmations people are like oh I do affirmations I'm like oh tell me about tell me more about that because sometimes when people say they do affirmations it's something that serves them And they're in alignment with it but other times people are you know they say I hate myself so they say I'm gonna say I love myself and I was like how does that land land for you um oh I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe one word of it
2: (laughs) exactly and as we've heard so much from these wonderful elegant teachers that we love to study you can never fool the universe the universe is not even hearing English you know, it's hearing the energy, the language of energy. It's hearing what your gut's putting out. <laughs> yeah,
3: it just, you're you're a, uh, um, a cell phone or a cell phone tower, you're emitting your vibration. That's all it hears is your emission.
2: Yes. And so we want to relax this idea of, of trying to put on some sort of airs of positivity. We want to, we want to be real with where we are emotionally, but we also want to be very conscious that if we're in the lower ebbing emotions, we want to work with ourselves to shift that focus and to, and to make those changes. So I wanted to play a little bit of a recent workshop from an Abraham Hicks, um, course in and again you know we like to play a little bit of of their work because we just think it's so genius but it gives us a jumping off point but we do direct you to their website abraham-hicks.com where you can get this track and many other tracks get on their monthly mailing which we love and also you know hopefully attend a workshop and and have some fun with these energies uh up front and personal the workshops that have been happening recently you know we are just over the moon they're just incredible i mean we've been studying this stuff for 10 years and it's just getting better and better and better and when you think you've heard it all you haven't and so that's why we love this work but this particular hot seat experience is um talking about work versus alignment and we and it's fun to get clarity on the difference so that we can know where in the world we are here we go and that's to
4: my day to day. Love my career it brings me tons of joy and the challenge of it makes it fun i 11 hours of the day go by in a heartbeat and i'm totally in alignment with that but the people in my office that i want to beat the people in my office i want to become the people people in my office that have the kind of lives that i imagine myself living work 13 hour days and that 12th and 13 hour are a real challenge for me because i know that
5: but you see you're making it about the hours that you spend and we're making it about the alignment that you find And that's a whole different world that you then step into. As you are examining the contents of the story that we were telling about Jerry and Esther, as you are examining those contents, you can't make the decision that would be best for them because you don't have the experience of the relativity between what their vortex is and how it's calling them and where they stand in relationship to it. When we say alignment trumps everything, you could work two hours a day and surpass all of them. If it was two hours of pure alignment, you could work one hour a day and surpass them if it was one hour of pure alignment, you see. It's not the time that they're spending. It's the alignment that you're finding in the time that you're spending.
4: I feel the truth of that. So please help me understand if I have worked 11 hours and my gut instinct, my intuition, my source says it would be really fun to leave. Well, you
5: see, if you were in alignment for that 11 hours, and this is the reason that this conversation matters about what Jerry and Esther were doing to you. If you were in alignment during that time, maybe you would work straight through in that time and maybe you would work an hour and then do something else, but you You can't know that unless you're in the moment in alignment. You've got to get the relativity out into the forefront between what your vortex is and what you're doing in the moment and it's sort of one of those things you know when you say you had to be there Well this is one of these conversations. You can't really understand what pure alignment and pure flow is unless you're in the moment of allowing it. And when you're not in the moment of allowing it and trying to examine it or understand it it's more difficult to get your thoughts around it because it's not happening. That's why we want it to be an unconditional experience. That's why we want you to go for the emotion of it rather than for the condition of it. So as you're describing this to us, this results that you want and the conditions that you have observed and come to an evaluation of that it requires, you're putting a condition on it where these people are willing to put the condition of 13 hours of endeavor and you're only really wanting to put the condition of 11 hours of endeavor and we want to take the condition out of it altogether and talk about the emotional accomplishment so let's just set aside how long it takes and let's just for a moment set aside what you'd even be doing in that time that you would be taking and let's just talk about what you're reaching for emotionally what is it that you're translating into an emotion what do you think those conditions are going to translate into emotionally and let's not ask those conditions to do it let's just take it from the vibration and do it
4: filthy filthy riches (laughs)
5: so there's discord in that
6: why
4: no there isn't no what that's wonderful
5: then why is it filthy because it's awesome why is it filthy there's a vibrational root there. Why is it filthy? Because there is disdain from others. Yeah,
0: you're exactly right.
5: And so you have included the disdain from others in and, your and absorbed goal. Absorbed
4: it and loving it and okay with it.
5: Well, maybe not. But so let's path of least resistance it a little bit. So you're reaching for the vibration of. Now, that is filthy richness or whatever or whatever description you want to put upon it is still a condition it's a condition we're reaching for an emotion what's the emotion of that condition because you're still giving us conditions and we understand it but what's the emotion that you're reaching for from that condition of being filthy rich what's the emotion what's the emotion that you've translated vibration into
4: very very capable i can do anything i'm success
5: so invincibility yes alignment yes clarity yes satisfaction satisfaction is a really good emotion to focus on satisfaction freedom freedom not exactly an emotion but it certainly is a state of being that you can feel freedom freedom so feel the cross-current freedom is freedom to flow freedom to feel freedom to know freedom to receive freedom to be in the receptive mode because you see that's all we're wanting to help you accomplish we want to help you to get into the receptive mode so that you can translate that vibration into manifestation into manifestations of feeling, in manifestations of invincibility, into manifestations of worthiness, in manifestations of alignment, in manifestations of clarity, and into manifestations of stuff and experiences and wealth all of that manifestations but if you're going for these manifestations before you've consistently accomplished the manifestation of the emotion now you're conditional in it and the condition is shooting you in the foot and you don't even know it because you're calling rich filthy and don't even realize it you see what we're getting at there's all sort of baggage in the condition like comparison of how hard I work and how hard somebody else works and whether I beat them and whether I don't throwing unnecessary resistance onto your trail when really all you ever have to do is tell your inner being what you want you've already done that it's in the vortex it's all lined up there's a vibrational reality that you are trying to translate into things you want to translate this vibrational reality into an emotional reality into being in the receptive mode receptive of translating those vibrations into emotions people have it backwards they want to translate the condition the work the reward the paycheck into the emotion give me that and I'll feel this way That's backwards. Feel this way. Feel this way. It's all about feeling this way. You can do it unconditionally. You can feel that freedom. You can feel that invincibility. You can feel that clarity. You can feel that alignment. You can feel it regardless of how many hours you're working, condition, how many other people are there, condition, how much money you're making today, condition. You can have all of this emotional manifestation now unconditionally you can accomplish this emotional manifestation now and when you do it and when you do it and when you do it until you own it and then you own it and then you own it and then you own it before you know it not that long you have removed all of the resistance that you've been putting on your trail from your trail and now your path is so vivid and clear that every step you take is in the direction of the things that you want you don't
2: man we gotta take a break Okay, they, they were rampaging. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We're going to be back after. You're going to want to come back. That was good.
0: listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back to the show. You're here with your Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather and we are wow, I love it when they get Didn't they just like get passionate
3: in that one? (laughs) And you own it and you You own own it it,
2: and you own it. And do we say you own it and you own it? I mean, I just I love their rampages and I love Esther. Can we just like shout out to Esther for being willing to just translate these gorgeous energies and and really take on these rampages? Um, We'll go back to the, the beginning of that track because there's so much richness there. You know, when he was talking about, you know, they're working thirteen hour days and I'm can I can only work ten or eleven and eleven, yeah. Yeah, and they're working and they want then they have the life. There is so many false premises in what he said it was, you know, you could have a whole show about that. But this idea that it was in the hours that made the difference. Mm-hmm. Is is really it's like when are we gonna get that there are just such different Ways to go about manifesting, and it's not about the hours, but about the alignment within the hours.
3: And my other, um, the thing that I think about when people want to lose weight, and they (coughs) all talk about calories, it's always about calories. It's not about calories, right? It's not about hours. It's not about calories, and it's not about dollars, like the the uh, number of dollars. You know, yeah, Yeah, we have these measurements that are false measuring nothing
2: (laughs) exactly they're false premises and yes they're a factor they're a factor in the physical universe but they are but you cannot really get to the magic of using calories using hours you know using dollars to your flow Uh, if you're if you're you know looking at them as the only kind of Chunks that you have to deal with; um, those elements come together when we're in alignment, and they they have a, a power and 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 a meaning. But when you're out there dogging it out, and like you said, you know, counting the calories, counting the hours, counting the dollars, you know, we're five dollars closer. I mean, it's just like you can just feel. Um, The energy and, and, you know, there's a a lot of, of information coming out from a lot of teachers these days. Tim Ferriss is very, very popular for his four day, uh, four hour work week. eh? Yeah, four hour work, work week. And, and at first when that came out, people were like, blasphemy. Blasphemy for our work week. Are you kidding me? You're a lazy da 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 da. And here he is, you know, multi multi millionaire. And, and it's not about being unproductive. It's not about being lazy. It is about being smart and emotionally aligned to what it is that you're creating and being what what I would translate in our language, open to the, um, the intuitions and, and the power of source. I mean, you're talking about you want to be tapped into the wisdom of the universe. You know, if you're in technology, you want to be tapped into, you know, the mind of Steve Jobs, it's there, it's available to you. It's if you can tap into it.
3: Efficient and effective come into play there. Yes, when you're when you're when you're aligned, you you're so efficient and effective. Something could take you two minutes, and somebody else would spend five weeks on it.
2: Yeah, and we've all seen this, haven't we? Seen this? I mean, maybe it happened to you in college, where you know your roommate spent seventeen hours on a paper, and you decided not to and got into alignment and you know spit that paper out in two hours and you got an A and she got a B I mean come on we've all been there we've all seen that happen and and we're and again you know I think that the the culture will say hard work hard work hard work but if you're not working in alignment if you're not being open to the energy of what you're doing hard work can break your back can stress you out can make you sick When you have action without alignment, I mean, that's when we look at, you know, people doing yoga and getting injured. What the heck is that about? You know, if you're trying to bang yoga out, (laughs) good luck with that. Good luck with that, you know, because this is all about this energy work. And we want to tromp in there with our work boots and say, where do I need to move stuff? You know, we've got this sort of like take it on kind of craziness. And of course, my favorite saying, my new, is it a bumper sticker or tattoo? I can't decide is alignment trumps everything. Alignment trumps odds. It trumps hours. It trumps, you know, uh, resources. It it trumps all of it, don't you love knowing that?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I love knowing that. It's powerful. The two hours a day in alignment can trump a twelve hour day, and it's even more than that. I mean, when you get into the fine tuning of it. Um, and and so it goes back to, okay, great. You know, here's the magic formula. What is alignment? And that comes back to what we were talking about before. And I love that the whole second part of that track we were listening to was about stop going for the condition, go for the emotion. Mm-hmm. I love that. Because we keep thinking, oh, I want that lifestyle, I want that car, I want that house, you know. And and I really think we just have to have this come to Jesus moment where we realize all of those things are because you think having them will give you an emotional experience. And that emotional experience you can have right here, right now.
3: I think it's really exciting to turn those emotions up, to turn them on to pay attention because... I think a lot of us don't really think about how we feel or what the emotion is with that. You know, it's just something that doesn't even cross a lot of people's minds. Yeah. And I had turned off my emotions at a young age and I thought, what's this feelings crap? It's like, oh, whatever, you know, it's just a bunch of kind of woo-woo stuff. And when I learned it's actually how you manifest and how you know what you're vibrating. It's like, oh, there's value to this. Okay, I'm, I'm all ears now, you know.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm going to pay attention yes. because it's not about conditional success. It is, as they said, emotional accomplishment. That your, your real focus is um, about to accomplish emotionally what it is that you're wanting and then allow the conditions to come to you as they will thank you, Law of Attraction, in the most extraordinary way. And you begin to, you know, take on your Harry Potter wand and (laughs) begin to orchestrate, you know, your powers. Um, But I think it's really interesting how we're still learning. And sometimes we get trapped, we get sort of into this idea that it is the condition. Oh, it's the money in the bank that I want. It's the relationship that I want. It's XYZ. And then um, I will feel better. And And I love that we have to keep flipping that. Hello, flip side, flip side, flip side, you know, and you can't fake it. You can't fake it. There was so much information, even though his energy was all over the place and we all could feel it. It was so much information in the fact that he called it filthy rich.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And then of course he didn't want to admit to it, but you know, of course the Abrahams were so keen on that. It's like, you can't get there from there you can't get there from there because that filthy word had so much resistance in it um that wouldn't allow him to really emotionally start to set the condition of what he was wanting but let's talk a little bit about again finding uh, the emotional path of least resistance the plr my new favorite acronym <laughs> new favorite <laughs> how's your plr <laughs> <laughs> Finding that path of least resistance is understanding that this is sort of the crumbs on the path that source is like, here's here's the path of least resistance to what you're wanting. And it's an emotional path. It's an emotional path. So let's talk about some of those words that they mentioned that are states of consciousness that is our path of least resistance into alignment. Words like capable, invincible. Clarity, satisfaction, freedom. What did you feel when you when you heard those words?
3: I think there's that piece of the uh, like relief, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Relief, like a deep breath, like a sigh.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, yeah. The ability to and the other
3: thing is, I think what I heard when I heard that was the co-creative aspect of source is with us. We're not invincible alone. We're not capable alone. It's a co-creative experience and source is always saying, we've, we've got your back. We're here with you.
2: I love that. I love that. And that by manifesting, and I love using that word manifest in conjunction with emotion. Because even though we talk about manifestation as if it's the table, In the kitchen, it's the physical thing. Emotion is the first manifestation on the scene. Emotion is the first manifestation. It is the first physical manifestation on the scene that's going to unfold into the physical, into the future. It's the first responder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it is the first responder in the physical because how do we feel emotion in our bodies? So it has become physical it has burst itself it has come from the non-physical into the physical when it when it goes to emotion and i think maybe that's kind of an interesting part of the exploration of of also thought and emotion because they do land in the body we've taken it from this nebulous energy world and then we've now focused it into things, into words, into feelings like capable, clarity, satisfaction, freedom. So whatever your goal is, whatever your desire is in your work life, try to take it back to a list of emotions that you want to feel as if you had what you wanted to have. And I think, like Heather, you mentioned, which I think is so brilliant, that it's great to talk about this in work life because um, it does for some of us, give us a step back from um, some of the triggers that we might have if we were dealing with family mm-hmm. or childhood issues or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Of course, that's you know.
3: exactly why. Yeah.
2: Of course, you know. You came works. up with it.
3: And that's why we're, yeah, I came up with it, but it's also part of the everyday attraction. We're every day doing something usually like work, whether you call it play or work or whatever you call it. And so it's really helpful to to use something that you can use every, every day and create that momentum that we talk about.
2: Yes. Yes. And, and I think, um, you know, whether you work for yourself or you work for an employer or you work at home or you work in an office, it doesn't really matter. All of the stuff applies Um, when, and I think what's really exciting is that, you know, you can bring some of these very powerful laws into a corporate environment into other environments and watch the power that they have but not need to tell anyone why you're how you're doing it or why you're doing it because a lot of this isn't going to translate translate into some of those work worlds i think it will in time i think it's you know i think it's becoming much more flexible
3: i use analogies and specifically a car so i all of my analogy has to do with car so alignment has to do with your car getting an alignment a tune-up, being attuned, and all the different car analogies because I don't want to talk about necessarily energy. And I like working with CEOs because if you think about it, the people that create something and they have that trickle-down effect, it's like, well, if you could get the person at the top in the fast lane utilizing these principles, just think of that momentum as it trickles down and as it gets out to the customers and as it ripples forward into the world.
2: Yes, and I think there are ways that we can translate some of these, you know, can be esoteric consciousness, but, um, into, into the sort of work world. And we can do that with, um, gentility, with grace, with clarity. We don't have to sort of get into, like you said, the sort of woo-woo words, the energy words. I mean, again, that's all coming in. I think that's not something that, you know, thanks to Oprah, a lot, a lot of us have a very, you know, um, spiritual language that we can talk about in, in our everyday lives. But this idea of of really focusing in on the emotional reality that you want to create, which you can do in your own consciousness, that is the step of alignment. And we want to, as much as we can, as we heard in that track, stay away from the baggage of conditions, the baggage of conditions that say I have to make... You know, this happened, that happened. Uh, I have to change, you know, the situation. I have to make these people do something different. I have to, you know, push, pull. I think we again, there's baggage in those conditions that are an old technology that we can step back from and get into this very um, elegant energy universe uh, of deciding what are the emotions that you want to feel in your work life and allow that alignment to be your job. And then let the universe show you the rest through inspiration, through action, through all kinds of delicious stuff. And and I think that's a powerful message. You can work, not to say that work doesn't actually make things happen. It does. I mean, listen, if you dig a ditch long enough, you're going yeah. to dig but a hole at
3: the same level.
2: But it's a different type of, of um, opportunity to engage and also be powerful in the universe. As Abraham likes to say, one who is in alignment is more powerful than a million who are not. And I I still can't even translate that complete in, in all they're saying on how powerful these small, simple, elegant steps that happen in your mind and in your heart can impact your world and the world around you. So we are actually at the end of our hour. Thank you, Heather. So fun. So fun to talk about this. And thank you for bringing in the whole work life part. I just, I love that.
3: I wanted to say one more thing. When you go home from work, wouldn't it be great if you have as much or more energy as you did when you arrived and then you go home to your family and your activities and you're excited and passionate and happy?
2: Amen, sister. Or I should say, feel good, sister.
3: Feel good, sister.
2: <laughs> See y'all next time. We love you. It. It
0: Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com/attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. SendOutCards.com/attraction.
6: As we examine what it means to be sacred activists in service of compassion and justice, we may find ourselves asking, How do we become a sacred activist? Institute for Sacred Activism founder Andrew Harvey says, Follow your heartbreak. His advice echoes Gandhi, who once said, Whenever you are in doubt, apply the following test. Recall the face of the poorest and the weakest person whom you may have seen and ask yourself if the step you contemplate is going to be of any use to them. Will they gain anything by it? Will it restore them to a control over their own life and destiny? So, whenever in doubt about the direction of your life, just ask yourself, What Breaks My Heart? whose suffering is simply too much to bear and then commit your life to alleviate it. Don't turn your face away from the pain and injustice that is so prevalent in our world. Courageously bear witness to it and in prayer, dedicate your life to healing it. Gain more spiritual insights. Listen to Radical Spirituality and Sacred Activism with Adam Bucko, Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.